he just hit the mic there. <laughs> 11 essential photography gear items every beginner photographer should get. Hi and welcome to episode 119 of the Photography Explained podcast. I'm your host Rick and in each episode I will try to explain one photographic thing to you in plain English in less than 10 minutes-ish without the irrelevant details. What I tell you is based on my lifetime of photographic experience and not Google. Now I was trying to take it a bit slower then on episode 119 but I managed to fluff that so I've had to edit out the horrendous error. Oh well. Before I go on... Oh well. Before I go on, I need your help. I need your questions to answer. More on this at the end, but please have a think while you listen to this splendid episode. Here is the answer bit. I'm going to tell you 11 essential bits of photography gear that will get you going taking great photos. They are a tripod, a hurricane slash brush blower, peck pads, lens cleaning solution, spare batteries, memory cards, memory card cases, ND filter, shock entry, a book, camera bag and another lens. Okay, this is my list after all. I'm sure there are those who will disagree, but that's fine. And more on that later too. Now, let me quickly go through each of these. Number one, a tripod. Yes, a tripod. Check out episodes 95, 96 and 97 of the Splendid Photography Explained podcast, where I tell you all about tripods. I try to use a tripod for every photo that I take. And in an upcoming episode... I will tell you how to choose the right tripod for you. Good of me, isn't it? A tripod is, in my opinion, one of the best investments you can make if you are serious about your photography. Or, as I've written here, abut your photography. Number two, hurricane slash brush blower. Now, these things cost less than a tenner and they're dead handy for blowing dust and debris off your precious camera and lens. Three, peck pads. I use these to clean the front and rear lens elements and the LCD screen and the viewfinder. 4. Eclipse Lens Cleaning Solution Now I use this with the pec pads. I don't just use the pec pads with nothing on them. I put a few drops of the Eclipse Lens Cleaning Solution on the pec pads, give them a rub, job done. Very important to keep these clean and very important to clean them safely. And it's very important I stick to the script so I stop making mistakes like this when I ad-lib. 5. Spare Batteries I have four batteries for each of my cameras and I take all four batteries with me whenever I take my camera out, which is every time I go out, basically. Why four batteries? Well, there's no real reason. I once used two batteries on a shoot, so I figured that if I had another two batteries, I'd be covered if both batteries failed. And I've never, never needed to use the third battery, but four's a good number. I'm happy with it. And these batteries live in slots in my camera bag, so they're stored safely and properly protected. Number six, memory cards. Well, spare memory cards. Imagine running out of space on a memory card. How awful would that be? Now, they're relatively cheap these days, and I've got lots of them. How big are my memory cards? I only have 16 gigabyte and 32 gigabyte memory cards. I mean, I don't take that many photos, so I don't need anything any bigger anyway. And on a commercial shoot, I'll usually take, I don't know, no more than 100 photos, and quite often, much less. And on a two-week holiday, I'll change the card every couple of days. So there's a problem with the card. I've not lost everything, but I probably only need one 32-gigabyte memory card for, for a two-week holiday. So no, I don't recommend getting a massive memory card and putting a full holiday's worth of photos on it. Or getting, say, a 512-gigabyte card and just adding, adding, and adding and adding to it for a matter of weeks slash months. And I did check Amazon before I recorded this, and yep, yeah, 512 gigabyte SD card is surprisingly affordable, but not for me. Oh no, I use small memory cards and I look after those cards properly. 
Number seven, memory card cases. Talking of which, I'm desperately sad and obsessive when it comes to looking after my memory cards. I have a hard waterproof case with a yellow waterproof seal, in brackets. Not a seal, a seal. That <laughs> I have a hard waterproof case with a yellow waterproof seal that I put blank formatted memory cards in. And at the end of a shoot or a day of taking fun stuff, I will put that memory card in another hard waterproof case, this one with a red waterproof seal. And when I've imported the photos into Lightroom, I put that memory card into a soft case in a desk drawer until I'm ready to format it and put it back in the hard yellow case. Yes, I really do this. I I really do this. And touch wood. I've never had a problem with a memory card. Number eight, ND filter. Shock entry. Well, what's an ND filter? Well, simple. It's like sunglasses for your camera. It reduces the amount of light getting through to the camera sensor, just like sunglasses reduce the amount of light getting through to your precious eyes. ND stands for neutral density filter, by the way. Well, why do I recommend this? Well, well, I still carry mine with me everywhere I go, and I wish I'd had one years ago. I wish I'd had one when I was starting off because there's some great things that I could have photographed which I didn't because I didn't know about this. See, with one of these things, you can use a slower shutter speed as the filter is reducing the amount of light getting through to the sensor. I have a 10-stop neutral density filter. 10 stops. It's ridiculous. That means that when my camera is saying that the correct shutter speed is 1 60th of a second, just for argument's sake, I put my 10-stop neutral density filter on, or filer, as I've typed here, and the shutter speed is an incredible 15 seconds. So, 1 60th of a second is the correct shutter speed. 15 seconds. Now, that means you can do long exposure photos in daylight, which is an amazing thing to do. Now, I wanted to introduce one funky thing into this list, which might contradict everything else I say, but it's one funky thing only. And I'll talk about these wonderful things in a future episode. I've just decided, so I'll add that to my list and I'll get onto that one in a in a couple of weeks. Number nine, a book. Yes, a book. A book about your camera, that is, not just any old book. Buy one book that best teaches you how to use your camera. Don't buy two, don't buy three books. I did that. And do you know what I thought? I thought having these three books on my camera would make me the best photographer ever, but it didn't. They look good on my bookshelf, which I'm pointing to on the video, and you, when you see the video, you realise that there's no point in me doing that. They look good on my bookshelf, but I didn't read them. Now, well, I've got one book for my Canon 6D and one book for my Olympus EM5. And yes, I have gone through both of them. And they're sat on a shelf in my office, obscured by my sound-absorbing curtain, and are ready for me to dip into whenever I need to know something. Buy one book about your camera and work through it with your camera. Don't just buy a book and put it on a shelf. Don't just buy a book, read the first three pages and think I'm bored. Give yourself some time, sit down with your camera and your book, go through it. You'll learn something, I pretty much guarantee it. 10. Camera bag. Well, check out episode 98, which camera bag should I buy? Seven things for you to think about. Snappy title, I know. All I want to say here is that you need to get a bag that protects your gear, a bag that is comfortable to carry and a bag that you can get stuff out of and back into without any hassle. Now, the priority for me of a camera bag is functionality and protecting that precious gear, not how it looks. And now, these things aren't cheap, but think about how much you're prepared to invest in a camera and a lens. However much that is, the right bag will protect that gear and protect your investment. And that amount of money that you're prepared to invest should be reflected in the value of the camera bag that you buy. If you're only prepared to spend 100 quid on a camera, don't spend 500 quid on a bag. You see what I'm saying. 
buy the best bag that you can. And no, there is no one perfect bag. Well, I've not found it yet. If you have, let me know. Number 11, another lens. Yes, another lens. Now, this is such a broad subject. I'll cover this in the next episode, which I've cunningly titled, I have a kit lens. How do I know which lens to buy to progress my photography? I like that. See, this stuff's not just thrown together, you know. It all makes sense in a logical way. Well, most of it. The talky bit. Well, I don't want to overcomplicate things. I want to tell you what you need, which I hope helps you and means that you can focus your efforts elsewhere, hopefully on taking photos and learning how to take better photos at that. Now, that's what photography is all about. It's not about gear. I mean, sure, you need stuff to take photos with and stuff to help you take better photos. But this is your starting point. Now, we'll use me as a bad example of this. I spent many, many years buying this bit of gear, that bit of gear. I spent forever looking at gear, thinking if I got all the best gear, then I would be the best photographer. Guess what? The opposite happened. I spent less time taking photos. And when I went out taking photos, I had so much gear that it actually hindered me. I used to have a a big bag and I used to take everything in it. And it was was ridiculous. It was so bulky, heavy. It, It was a real burden. And this affected my photography, most definitely. Now, less is more. This is what I do. Oh, sorry, I'll come on to that in the revelation in a bit. Sure, get gear if it'll help you, but only if it will help you. I only buy gear these days if, one, what I have is broken. Two, something will help me to take better photos. Three, something will help me take photos that I cannot take with my current gear. And that is it. And there's also my 12-month rule. If I don't use a piece of gear for a year, I sell it. That's simple. If it's been stuck in a box in my garage for a year, I clearly don't need it. Photography is about drawing with light, not about having all the gear under the sun. Or the moon. (laughs) If you're into gear and enjoy looking at buying a plane with gear, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. If that's what you want to do, then you go for it. But this will not improve your photography on its own. And again, if you're not bothered about that, that's fine. It's up to you. Don't worry about it. But if you do want to improve your photography, gear is not the answer. Going out more and taking photos is the answer. Practice, practice, practice. That is the number one way to improve your photography. And it is also the number one way for me to improve my photography. See, this applies to all of us. Well, what do you think? If you don't agree with my list, then that's just fine. Let me know what you would have put in this list and I will gladly create another episode with a listener's top whatever number photography gear essentials. Actually, that's a great idea, so please let me know what you would put on such a list and I will record an episode. Oh, that sounds brilliant. Please let me know. What do I do? Well, I use all of the above. That is where the list came from. See, this list is not created from a search in Google. This is what I do. This is the gear that I take with me whenever I leave my house. Yes, every time I go anywhere, this is what I always have with me. That is why I call this my essential photography gear. And no, I'm not being paid to tell you about this stuff. This is stuff that I bought with my own hard-earned cash and that I use myself all the time. Next episode, Photography Explained podcast episode 120. I have a kit lens. How do I know which lens to buy to progress my photography? Sounds reasonable to me, doesn't it? And it's picking up on the last point on this episode. Get your question answered or questions. You're not limited to one question here. This is what my podcast is all about answering your photography questions not mine so please get in touch with your question and not only will i answer your question i will give you 
a number of shout-outs on that episode. Depends how many I feel like working in, which is nice. Just head over to photographerexplainedpodcast.com forward slash start. Okay, I'm done. Thank you for listening to my small but perfectly formed podcast, it says here. To find out more about my podcast and do stuff to help me, it does actually say it here. Check out the podcast website, which is photographyexplainedpodcast.com. This episode was brought to you by a co-op sausage sandwich with ketchup added, and it was very nice. And a nice coffee, which has now gone cold before I finished it, while I sit here in my self-made soundproofed emporium, which I will show you one day. I've been Rick McAvoy. Thanks again very much for listening to me and for giving me 10-ish minutes of your valuable time, and I will see you on the next episode. Cheers from me, Rick. My brand new course, How to Become a Real Estate Photographer, Straight Talking Advice for Beginners to Get You Making Money Quickly and Build a Career, is available to buy now. Find out more at rickmacavoyphotography.com forward slash courses.